Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Let's start the conversation. I'd love to say good morning to Monica. Please come over and introduce yourself, Monica. I know that you're a big contributor. I'm so excited to be in this segment with you. Over to you. 
Good morning, champions. Good morning, Ify. Thank you so much for inviting me to co-host with you today. This is going to be a fantastic segment. The topic is on fire today. You were made for more. I am Monica Rickey. I am a certified health coach, um, also a, a personal development self-mastery coach, and I get super duper fired up about the prospect and digging into the prospects of how do we become more than what we are. And I actually have a, um, I have a specific a thought about that topic by itself, about the becoming. Are we becoming or are we revealing who we are? And that uh, that in itself could be a whole stinking room, which I might have to do one of these days. So thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Thank you so much, Monica. I just put Monica's link up there so anyone can go and have a look at Monica and see what she's about. I am excited. So let's get started. So before we even start, so what, what I'd love to um, just say at the very beginning of this conversation is that when I first started my journey on this personal development, take control of your life, win at life, try and become everything that you're capable of, I actually did feel quite unworthy and um, had a lot of limiting beliefs and... Um, yeah, really struggled internally. You know, they, they say that your outer world is very much a mirror of a mirror image of your inner world. What's going on on the outside of you is a reflection of what's going on on the inside of you. And I absolutely saw that in me, you know, how I would um, approach the world with this, um, I suppose this idea that the rich get rich, the poor get poor, um, some people just are lucky, you know, that kind of mentality, you know, and I really did believe that was to be true. But one I came across and a lovely quote by our Nightingale that said, you become what you think about most of the time. And it was really an, an interesting thought. And my journey on personal development really started when I was 17. But when I was 19, I was at an event and there was a guy called Clive got there and he did a big speech in the book he had was Believe You Can. It was a tiny little book. I bought it. And he signed it. And inside he wrote, you have greatness within you. And that's the first time anyone had actually said that. You have greatness within you. And this was a professional speaker, very successful. And I thought, if he thinks that about me, then it's got to be true. And that's the thing. Your thoughts become things. You become what you think about most of the time. And the brilliant thing that I know to be true is that the thoughts, we all have a mind. We all get to choose what we think. Your mind is extraordinary. It's powerful because your thoughts determine almost everything that happens to you. It can raise or lower your heartbeat. It can improve or interfere with your digestion. It can change the chemical composition of your blood. It can help you stay awake at night. It can help you go to sleep. Your thoughts can even make you happy, sad, confident, insecure, powerful, or powerless. Um, your thoughts can also bring in depression or wellness, and they can make you alert and aware and ready to go or distracted and distressed. They can make you positive or negative. Your thoughts can literally make you or break you. And when I discovered this, I started doing a lot of the inner work on the thoughts that I'm thinking. So the title today is Stop Lying to Yourself. You were made for more. So I created an acronym called SPARK because we all have a spark, the energy the charge, the endurance, the light, the fire, the fuel, the spark. We're all born with this spark inside of us. But many of us, we haven't figured out how to let that vibration, that fire light us up and help us to live the life that we truly want. We, we it, Sometimes it's dim. So today we're going to be talking about the acronym SPARK. And I've got Monica with me. We're going to talk about each letter from the word SPARK. So we'll start off with S. Self-awareness. Stop lying to yourself. I think this is really important that we take a moment to just stop a minute 
and look at ourselves and ask ourselves, where are the areas where I've got limiting beliefs? Where are the areas where I'm closed-minded? What are the things that I'm good at? What are the things that I'm not so good at? What are the things I need to change? What are, what are the things that are holding me back? Having that self-awareness requires you to have the confidence. I spoke about this, I think, last week, about really looking at the areas in your life where you might be holding yourself back. Because the thing is, when we talk about a spark and a light and an energy, we all have the power to power ourselves by the thoughts that we think and the way that we speak to ourselves. But if we're not doing it, we have to ask ourselves why. What is it? Are we, do we not believe this way? This is to be true. Do we not? Do we not have the? Are we not willing to look at ourselves and hold a mirror up to ourselves and say, "Let me just check. Let me just check myself. Let me just make sure that the reason why I'm where I am is is isn't actually because of me." And it's not because of my mother, my father, the place I was born. It's not because of the way I look. It's not about how intelligent I am. Actually, maybe where I am today is a result of all the things that I've done in the past that have got me here. Maybe I could start changing a few things, maybe. And I think self-awareness is the first place when we're looking at the acronym SPARK, the word SPARK, S, self-awareness. And Monica, what what do you think about self-awareness? I know we spoke in the back channel about it. Over to you. If the self-awareness is the first step in changing anything in your life, I mean, we've heard a thousand times, you can't change something if you aren't aware of it. Absolutely. Dr. Janie talks about that all the time, too, in her amazing work together. So you can't, I always say to my clients, you can't get spinach out of your teeth if no one tells you it's there or if you don't see it in the mirror. And when you were mentioning accountability or self-awareness, it reminded me of the accountability mirror that David Goggins talks about in his book, Can't Hurt Me. When he looked into the accountability mirror and he really just came to grips with who he was in that moment, where he was going and, and, um, and what was true in that moment. And that's the, that's the unnerving part about doing the self-awareness part is that we have to be willing to objectively put our ego aside and say, okay, well, where have I come so far? Like, who am I today? Let's give me a baseline and whatever it is, it is. Ben Stock will often say when talking about um, this in terms of health, he'll often say, just get on the scale and look at the number because you need a place to start and don't attach emotion to it. Just acknowledge it as data. This is my starting point. Log it, note it, and then move forward. So when you're bringing self-awareness, it's important to not bring too, too much negative emotion to that because that can be demotivating. For some people, however, it can be motivating. Like Goggins really talked harshly to himself because that was motivating for him. So it's important to know which of those approaches will work for you. Oh, I love that. And I, it really made me laugh what you said is that you can't get spinach out of your teeth if you can't if no one tells you the spinach in it. And I am one of those people, I don't care who you are, I will go up to you if your label's sticking out or if your skirt is tucked into your panties, if you've got some string on the bottom of your shoe. I am that person who's like running down the road saying, stop, because I think that there's nothing worse than not knowing. And for me, I, it's been my journey of, it's been everything that I've been about. I'm, I'm somebody who needs to know the... 
I need to know the steps. I need to know in advance because I really feel like, like you said, if you don't know and you don't have any idea, then it is the most uncomfortable feeling in the world, feeling lost, feeling overwhelmed. It creates anxiety. So I'm what people used to say, oh, if he's a control freak. And I'm like, yeah, I like to have control over my life and I like to know where I'm going. So that kind of leads us on to P in the word spark. Knowing where you're going, you need a plan. You need a proven plan. So many times people say, this is what I want. I say, how are you going to get there? I don't know. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to see where the wind takes me. No. If you want to build this spark, this energy, this light, this power, and you, you want to become everything that you were made for, because you were made for more, if you really want that, then you've got to step back and first of all, look at where am I? And then you need to say, right, where am I going? What's the plan? How do I get there? What are the steps that I need to take? You need a proven plan and a proven plan. What it does is it gives you the confidence to know that if I just follow this plan, I will get there. So if you've got a business, if you're trying to reach a goal, then before you even start running in any direction, but even going into a clubhouse room, I'm really strategic about the rooms that I go into. I'm intentional about where I'm spending my time because I have a plan. I know what I need to help me along the way. Some rooms will give me water to give me and will give me um, to hydrate me so I can keep going. Other rooms will feed me so that I have the energy in me. Other rooms will take away my breath which will make it harder for me to breathe and keep moving along. And if you know where you're going and you have a plan, you can make decisions that support the plan. And what do you think about planning, especially in the work you do, Monica? Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the letter P, planning. <laughs> well, what's funny, Ivy, is that for 20 years before I did coaching, I was in productivity and organization. And planning is a massive aspect of that. And the thing about planning is you can choose to do something. Oh, I'm going to, well, since we're talking about health and changing our lives in that regard, and that's kind of one of my wheelhouses, you can choose to change your health. You can absolutely make a choice. But if I said to you, Ify, do you want to grab lunch this week? And you said, yes, let's do it. We've made a choice. But guess what? How much lunch are we going to eat if we don't actually plan the day and plan where we'll be meeting and the time? We won't eat any lunch at all. So we can choose to do something, but putting things into an order is important. Giving it some structure is important. Your brain likes to know, do this, do this, do this, do this, and do this. It's helpful to keep you on track. So using your calendar to put in the steps of your plan is really, really important. And I just don't even care what you believe. I'm telling you the truth that if you don't put it in your calendar, you don't create a visual representation of the time that you are allotting for the steps of your- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Plan. Those steps will never happen for you. They'll never cement in your brain and become a habit. That is my biggest thing around planning. And then also making sure that you set up daily wins. So instead of saying work out an hour a day, 
set up your plan very specifically so that you can hit these daily wins because as you do small wins over and over and over, you get a dopamine release and your brain likes the dopamine. So the more you can win by using your calendar, setting yourself up to win so you can check things off, the more uh, neuroplastic your brain will become in terms of creating these new habits. And that is where things begin to change for you. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. It is so true. And I love what you said is it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. You need a plan. You absolutely do. And I think that if you really want to become capable of, and you really are thinking to yourself, do you know what? I'm going to stop lying to myself. What is the issue here? Why am I not reaching my goals? Why are some people more successful than me? Why do I seem to keep experiencing knockbacks after knockbacks? What is it in me? And I think when you're able to take the self-awareness and you're able to actually, like you said, plan, you become more productive. And then it means that you're able to really... Can you hear me, Monica? Can anyone hear me? You're a little bit in the matrix, I, I think. Are you, oh. are you underground in the yeah. tube? No. I, okay, it's back now. There was a bit of a red bar. I'm back. Where did you lose me, Monica? Uh, I think I think we heard most of what you said, but you were, you were talking about the importance of having a plan, and I wanted to also pop in when you're done and, and throw in one more aspect, if I can remember it now. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just saying productivity and planning. If you've got a plan, you're going to be more productive because you're going to know exactly what you're doing. And I'd lo love you to jump in because A, leads really well in from planning. Over to you, Monica. Awesome. The thing about planning, this is really important. This is something that you can use now, today, with action that you have that you feel challenged by. And it is to look at what... Create a new health for myself. Okay, that's the W. This is an acronym, WHOOP. I know we're doing two acronyms today. The O is... What is the outcome I want? And that basically means why do I want more health? Why do I want a bigger business? Why do I want better relationships? What will it do for my life? That's the O, the outcome. This is the important piece of the WHOOP acronym, W-O-O-P. The second O is the obstacles. Imagine in advance what obstacles you might run into. And then the P is plan for them so that as you run into those obstacles, you've already thought about them. You already have a plan for them. Well, gosh, I might not want to get up early. Okay, how can I make getting up early easier? Or I might not want to work out after work. Okay, well, how can I remove the friction from that obstacle? Thinking about the potential obstacles first gives you an opportunity to head them off in advance. So if they do arise, you've already planned for it. So that's the second piece about planning. And next, we're going to move to action. Yay, which is amazing because once you've got your plan and you've recognized the obstacles and you've, you're really ready to go, you need to take action and action and attitude, I think, are very much aligned. The attitude of action. So once this is what I find happens a lot of the time, especially with the people that I work with or whoever I'm speaking to. They're like, I have a goal. OK, what's your goal? Right. Where are you currently in your goal? Oh, well, nowhere. OK, let's write down that goal then. So now what we're going to do is we, we know where we are. We're now going to start to plan. We're going to create a plan. And then we have the plan. We have everything we need. We have the website. We have the copy. We have the brand story. 
really we have we have everything everything ready and then no, you don't take action you like not actually moving and i think that one one of the reasons why is is because a lot of us get lost in the planning planning and making everything perfect and pretty and the amount of people um in in the last well six or seven years when i've worked with people they said like let's look at the logo um let's do the logo and i had this one client and um and she she might be hearing it but i did laugh when she said it and she was like um i don't think that's the right shade of blue for my logo i said come on let's get the logo let's get moving you know the the shade of the tiffany blue versus the blue the duck egg blue is not going to make a difference on your business get going let's move let's take action let's make it happen because when you make take action and you start moving like you said with the planning i always say to myself what is the worst possible thing that can happen and if it happened how would i overcome it okay i know what i know now what i'm going to do if the worst thing happened right let me get focused and let me start running towards it so action anyone who knows me i'm an action taker i take action massive action whenever i can and i get impatient when we're just sitting in the planning phases how many times have you been in zoom meetings or board meetings or conversations and you're just like we are just going around in circles planning 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 but nobody actually takes action people send emails to emails on emails and then cc's everybody into the emails to tell everybody what we're planning to do but then nobody takes action but what i found is is that when you take action you move up the ladder quicker you build your business quicker you get results quicker you're able to grow at a rapid pace because you are taking action now when you're running really fast yeah sometimes you might trip over your feet but the thing is is you're so far ahead of where you would have been by sprinting that it doesn't matter you fall down you get back up you keep going you keep going you keep going and then a hurdle comes or an obstacle comes up monica says you jump over it and if you jump over the obstacle and you trip on the way down you get back up and you keep going why because you have momentum you the momentum and inertia kicks in that's like you, we talk about the problem the um the law of motion if you're moving and you're running really fast and you trip up you get back up you spring back up you go but if you're um, what's the thing they said an object that is um still needs to be acted upon from an outside force so if you if you're standing still and you're not moving and you're looking at your laptop and you're planning and you're preparing and you're crossing the t's and dotting the i's and confirming and doing all that stuff what happens is you're just stuck still you're not moving which means the energy it takes to actually stand up is the hard thing but once you're up and you're running inertia supports you and you're in motion and you keep going action is the thing that you've got to do because if you've got self awareness you've planned the route and then you do not put your keys in the engine and start the engine and put your foot down on the accelerator then you're just in a parked car you literally are in a parked car over to you monica you are so fired up this morning. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Um, well, action is a leadership skill. That's the first thing that I, that I like to talk about when we're speaking about action. And we always in this room, in these clubhouse rooms where we're talking about personal growth and development, we refer very often to self-leadership. It's very difficult to lead an organization, lead a family, lead anything unless we're leading ourselves. And the other day I was um, chatting with someone and I think it was this room actually, and we were talking about this particular topic. And I mentioned the, um, the Stoic philosopher Epictetus, and this is one of my favorite quotes, so much so I put it on my IG yesterday or the day before. And it is, no man is free who is not master of himself. So until we can 
take that action and apply it to our own lives, it's really, um, you know, we're, again, you said stuck in the, st- in the planning pages. So noticing and remembering that leadership, action as a leadership skill is important because if you have your identity change to one of, I am a person who leads myself. I am a strong leader in my life. That action then will line up and become in alignment with that identity because identity management is so much more important than time and energy management. When you can manage your identity, you can then move into action much more easily. And this is where we come back to how do we do this? By creating small wins on the regular, day to day to day, little wins, little celebrations, creating accountability to keep you in that loop of winning and understanding that even though you may not take perfect action, it is the action of taking action that matters. It's not the outcome that matters. We hear Stephen Kuhn talk about this all the time. Imperfect action is so much better than no action at all. And when you talk about what's the worst thing that can happen, that's awesome because it puts that emotional fear of action and being in action and failing, it takes it out of that emotional realm and it puts it into language. What is the worst that can happen? You begin to have that conversation with yourself. And the other fabulous question to ask is, what is the best that could happen? What is the very best outcome of this action? And thinking your, and putting your mind on that and imagining that that's the, the path you're working toward, you're working on. So I think action is um, clearly the the most important piece of this uh, of this conversation, Ify. Yes, I love it. And I love taking action of the action. I, I, I love it. That, that's why I wanted to do this with you, Monica, because whenever you're speaking, I'm like, I want to jump in. I love what you're saying. It makes sense. Um, and absolutely. And I love the three A's. You, we actually said action, attitude, and accountability. And yeah, being able to be accountable for yourself. And I love the whole leadership because it really is you are, we, each one of us, we are leaders, we are leaders of our lives. And um, what I tend to do a lot of the time is yes, I'm on stories all the time and I do videos and I'm constantly, you know, filming myself, my family, my life. But one of the things is even when I'm not filming myself, I always imagine that I'm being watched, maybe because I've got two small children and they are always watching um, what you do. But I imagine that. So when I'm a leader, I take action sometimes when I'm uncomfortable, actually a lot of the time when I'm uncomfortable, but it becomes a habit like you said so that moves us on to the the next letter in the word spark which is repetition 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 i i really believe and and repetition create the routine of repetition so there's two r's there as a dancer and training as a dancer from the age of nine going over the routine over and over and over again and repeating 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 what that does is it goes back to what you're saying monica when we talk about neuroscience we talk about neurology and we talk about neuroplasticity so neuroplasticity so it explains that the brain is not plastic it's not fixed that there's been years and years and years of people have thought that once you get older your brain your brain stays the same it's fixed you can't do anything you can't learn a new language there's all these but it's absolutely incorrect the brilliant thing is repetition and rote learning this is how i've built my business my life my children have been able to master incredible things my son with autism the success of his brain is through neuroplasticity repetition repeating 
creating these deep neural pathways and giving this density and the grooves of his thinking has helped him become who he is. And I've seen it change in my life. I've seen, I, what, I didn't know what it was when I was a dancer and I was going over the routine over and over again. You might think it's muscle memory, but what's happening is you're building these strong grooves. Imagine there's a massive football pitch and a big tractor goes across it and it, and it goes across it and it's got spikes in it. And it's going and it creates this groove in these grooves and it's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Well, that's what repetition is. The more you do something over and over again, which is why Glenn's um, daily five every day doing those five things and, and building into your routine and doing it over and over again. What happens is the repetition creates the grooves, which means that you're you're in it. You're, you're digging down, you're deep in it, and you keep doing it. Now that's, so all, we're talking about spark. How do you get the spark and the energy and the light? Repetition, repetition, consistency. The more you do it, so you've got your goals, you know where you're going, you've got the attitude and the action and the accountability. Now keep doing it. Keep doing it for as long as it takes. Most people give up, keep going. And that moves us to the letter K. So, cause I could see this three minutes, I'm gonna to go to K and then come back to you, Monica, for R and K, if that's okay. <laughs> She's like that, if that's okay. So K, keep going, never give up. Once you know what you want and you have the self-awareness to know where you are currently and you have got a plan and you're taking action and you're repeating it and you're using repetition and you're following your daily goals and your rituals and your routines and you're reviewing at the end of every day what went well what didn't go well if you if you encompass this into your daily routine repeating the things you need to do and then the k is where i find most people tend to fall off don't keep going the k is keep going never stop Les Brown had this great quote where he, he says, um, oh, I used to, he's got this, um, I'm going to make it. I listened to this YouTube video, I'm going to make it in 2015, back to back to back. I used to listen to it maybe seven or eight times in a row on the way to work and on the way back. And it's, it, he says, I'm going to make it no matter how hard it gets, no matter how bad it gets, I am going to make it. And that has to be an internal conversation narrative that you say over and over again i'm going to make it when you believe it you keep going you just keep going over to you monica to round us up with the r and the k thank you thank you iffy repetition is absolutely key because as you talked about if you do something once or twice it's not going to make a long-term difference but it when you create that habit that routine it does activate that neuroplasticity that you talked about that's so incredible. And regarding keeping going, anyone who's here has heard David Spisak talk about how relentless cannot be defeated. And relentless consistency in any area of your life will create a miraculous result if you hang in there with it long enough. And that's all that keep going means, is just be consistent with what you've committed to yourself. And as you commit to yourself, and as you do these things on the daily, you'll realize that you are changing and it feels like you're becoming a different person. And I used to actually say, oh, you become a different person. But what I now believe, really truly believe, is that as we change and we evolve and we adopt, very mindfully adopt these new habits and routines and we change our identities, we aren't becoming different people. We are revealing the masterpiece that we already are underneath. This is Monica and I'm done speaking. 
Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you. It's lovely doing this segment with you. So just to wrap it up, we were talking about Spark, which is self-awareness, planning, action, repetition, and keep going. I hope you all have a fantastic Thursday. It's time to stop lying to yourself. You were made for more, and there is more in you than you can ever imagine. Go for it. Go and reach your goals and do everything that you need to do. Thank you, Monica, for having me here. And I'm going to say good morning, Dr. Janie Lacey has got a new profile picture. Oh, I love it. Smoking. Over to you, Dr. Janie Lacey. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful Thursday. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.